Hello to all the beautiful black parents listening today. You know what? Sometimes you need a parent. A parent to tell you, yes, yes, you can take a break. Yes, good parenting is caring for yourself. Please take a nap. Yes, you can leave that half clean space alone and talk or laugh about something goofy with your kids. Enjoy the process of parenting your children without comparing your childhood to theirs because, well, this one belongs to them. Be together or separate while respecting the boundaries of each other. My name is Tyra Blanks. I am a mom with almost 30 years of experience parenting seven wonderful human beings. Welcome to Black Joy Parenting. Today's topic, disputes between adult children. One day, a few of my children were hanging out as teenagers, just talking about things in the midst of a debate. It began to get out of hand, so one of them brought it to me. I let each person have an opportunity to tell me what they believed happened, because at that time, I still believed if there was an argument, if there was a discussion, It was my responsibility to figure out what happened, who started what, who said what, that caused things to escalate and get out of control. As I'm listening, I took the approach of, let me correct this person for this, let me correct them for their part, and let me correct that one. And then one of them said, hey, ma, you need to be Switzerland. Basically, what this meant was, I needed to be neutral and shouldn't be taking sides or correcting people based on my standard and my belief. But I took what they said and I thought about what that actually meant. And it meant I did need to be neutral, whether it was a discussion or disagreement they were having or about a certain ideology. I will tell you that trying to be impartial was difficult to do when they were teenagers, but I had to find a way. With a lot of practice, a lot of putting my own feelings and opinions to the side, I learned to stay in my lane as the parent. Fast forward to adulthood. I think I have my groove, at least that's what I thought. I know how to be Switzerland. I've decided taking sides is not good. I actively listen, but then the challenge is knowing when to get involved and what to say. Those tired statements said when they were small children, those things can be insulting to them. But fights among our adult children pierce the heart a little differently. We may think of our own sibling relationships and try to prevent the sequel from being produced from some of our own broken relationships. This is where we pause. Beautiful black parents, you cannot prevent or steer their relationships. Ultimately, it is up to them to choose and navigate for themselves. Understand that in these moments, they're hurting too. But the hurt that they are feeling It must take place in order for them to decide how they want to move forward in their relationships with their siblings. 
This is not the time for us to tell stories about our own relationships with our siblings and talk about how we have felt or how we didn't feel about our relationships. It's about us listening, and that's only if they are open to share with us. Now, you can share about your own relationships with your siblings, but these conversations, these things need to be very brief. Otherwise, you've taken ownership of the conversation and you're no longer listening to them. Otherwise, just take a step back because we don't want to get involved in someone else's relationship. I do understand that all of these are our children. I get it. But this is a relationship that must be allowed to flourish, change, or stay the same without our interference. You have to think about the relationships you have. Now imagine you have a situation with someone that you're in a relationship with. It could be a sibling or a significant other. You speak with your sibling or someone else, and immediately they begin taking your side, agreeing with everything you say, agreeing with everything that you did and whatever the situation may have been. Has this helped you to make a better decision about how to move forward with the person you're in a relationship with? No, it hasn't. It has only made things more difficult for you to move forward or possibly change the way that you communicate. We have to think about this when listening to our children, when they are having issues, or when they're in a big fight or argument with their other adult siblings. Approaches to when our children fight. When children get into disagreements or fights, there are different ways that we, we as adults choose to handle them. The schools will almost always separate children, and it doesn't matter what the situation may be. But after a few minutes or a couple of days, if we're thinking about older children, they're looking for each other to play again, to talk, not to fight. I remember receiving a phone call from school because my child was playing with another kid after the teacher had told them to stay away from each other. Keeping children separated causes distress to them. One of them, they may have other friends that they can hang out with. But the other, this may be their only friend. Isolation is detrimental to our black babies. And sometimes they are one of the ones being sent out of the classroom or separated from the group. Another method we use I call who started it. We believe that we're seeking the truth and solving the problem by asking questions and who instigated the things. So we go and we ask our 20 questions. Some are black babies. They will tap dance and tell you whatever they think you want to hear. Then you have some. They'll give you a little bit. They'll give you a little nugget about what took place. And then what do we do? We take the nugget, we take all the tap dancing, and we figure out what we plan to do with it. But if that nugget came from a particular kid that we trust and can't do any wrong, we'll take that as fact. And we'll discipline based upon the nugget and the little information we got from the one that was doing all of the tap dancing. And we feel great. Figured out 
What happened? We've solved it. No more fighting. Guess what? Nothing is fixed. It'll happen again. The problem with this method is that you only hear pieces of their point of view and the words each one took issue with with the other. All that is learned is who said what. And they have learned how far things will go before they are in trouble with you. A harmful method that I've seen and experienced for myself, I call the overreaction. We don't ask questions, we just discipline. Sometimes we discipline the ones that's not crying. Punish everybody in the room. For obvious reasons, this one's hurtful. No one was heard. It's possible that you have a little one in there that's trying to bring about peace to break it up. They're wounded. Feeling like maybe I shouldn't do this at all. Maybe I should just let people fight. I don't care. In all of these methods, we've missed some valuable points. It's not about the words. Separation challenges. The volume of the screams and the cries or who started it. Respect is not a word that we choose to use when describing our teenage children or when they become adults. But I challenge you to begin using this word when you think about your teenage children or your adults by saying, I need to respect this person's feelings and I need to respect this person as a human. Saying this to yourself out loud that you must respect this person as a human, it causes you to change the way that you communicate with them. It disarms you with with the tools that you've used to correct the things you did that were the old ways. Think about what you would have wanted as a teenager or a young adult. I have learned the saying that in order to receive respect, you must give it. And I'm sure many of you all have too. I'd like to encourage you to change that statement if you're using it. Change that statement to all humans deserve respect. The reason I want to encourage you to change is because we can't control other people. I know many of us have made several attempts. We manipulate, we restrict, give half-truths. We create situations to try and control our children, to get them to do what we want them to do. Because we believe we've lived longer, we know more, we know better. And there is some truth to that. Unfortunately, we have not lived the same life that they are experiencing right now. The world is different. It's different for them, way more than it was for us when we were younger. You see, our desire to control, it comes from our own fear. Fear of being alone, our own insecurities, afraid of not being loved or liked. These are valid reasons, but they are very unfair when it comes to making sure that our children are able to have healthy discussions, healthy disagreements with their adult siblings, which in turn helps them communicate with adults outside of the family. What's happening? As children grow, 
They learn. They watch people. They learn how to listen to others when they speak or not. Practice speaking up for themselves. Learn to avoid conflict. But they also practice problem solving. Sometimes the fights can be a result of jealousy. And you can give your kids everything according to your own desires from your perspective. They will still be jealous of each other. There are different shades of brown skin, body types, have different hair textures, different gifts, different talents, academic strengths, athletic abilities. Seeds of jealousy can be watered by parents. We will give more attention to one and make excuses for not giving it to others and then blame the child's actions for the lack of positive attention received from you. This is a problem. As they get older, you will hear whispers of, you are the favorite. You can get away with anything, and worse, they won't listen to me. I don't matter. Having various expectations is a problem too. High expectations for one and none or even low expectations for another, each stressed out because they're trying to do all these things to meet your approval, to be accepted by you. It was brought to my attention that one of my children felt they did not receive enough attention. Some of the others, you know, they were involved in sports or some sort of after-school activity. Some received awards throughout their academic career. And y'all know we will skip a meeting, leave work early, Nothing's going to stop us from showing up to an event where our kids are getting an award or if they're playing on a sports team. We'll be there cheering them on. But what about the child that does not participate in sports, receive awards, and are not the ones being bragged about to others? Our attention has to be separate from watching and experiencing with strangers, but must be intentional interest in who they are becoming as a person. But be careful. This is not about comparing them to their siblings because this is harmful to their relationship. Saying things like, you should be like your sister. Look at your brother. Find something you like and we will come out to support you too. Children fight. Teenagers fight. Young adults fighting for many reasons. Most of the time, it's not the things that said that day but it's the underlining hurt, disappointment, unforgiveness, anger, and sometimes revenge. As parents, we have watered seeds of jealousy and competition. We were not aware, but this same behavior was modeled in our childhood, and that's why we do it. Many of us are still trying to make our parents proud, fit in at work, to simply be accepted. How do we show up? After the dust settled and I received the calls about the fight, I learned more about their individual personalities. The conflicts, they offered a mirror for them to begin to see themselves and the type of people they were becoming. In this moment, they didn't need me to ask questions, problem solve, yell, or call the other one and talk to them about their part in the discussion. They needed a parent to listen to them. 
to lovingly nudge them back on track because they were shaken. Some because they were really angry about a comment from four years ago. They were not aware that a sibling was still hurt by an action from years ago. And another that was looking for a moment to lash out. For many reasons, it's important to talk to our children and teach them about nipping things in the bud. If you are upset about a comment or an action from a sibling, deal with it right away. If not, it will boil and it'll fester. And then one day you will lash out and hurt with your words. And a sibling that hurt you years ago, probably not even aware of your pain. And now, They're hearing a laundry list of things that that person has done to hurt them from you. And the argument and eventual blow up may have begun about just choosing a place to eat dinner. How do we move from fighting to black joy parenting? First, dealing with disputes between adult children is a delicate matter. I hear so often statements Like, this is why we don't have anything. This is why we can't work together or get anything done. This is why they treat us like this. Because of them. Because of the way they act. Because of the way they dress. Freedom for our black skin is what we really mean. But this freedom doesn't come from stifling one another or from a list of do's and don'ts. Controlling them or forcing them all to believe the same. It comes by accepting our brothers and sisters and respecting them. The seeds of white supremacy do not allow us to freely live. They don't allow us to freely exist in our skin with the crown we were born with. Enjoy living without judging, comparing, blaming one another for injustices in society that we have no control of, ignoring our brothers and sisters. When we do this to our people, our children, For just being and existing, we are continuing the work of white supremacy, colorism, and body shaming included. Second, the first thing I taught my children about fighting were the rules I expected each of them to follow, because unfortunately, fighting is a part of life. Just because you believe you broke up something doesn't mean it will not continue. Children will continue that fight in another area. Teach them how to effectively disagree and fight. This builds self-respect and confidence. Rule number one, respect your brother and your sister, regardless of their opinion. Don't ignore them or walk away because you don't agree with them. Shutting them down for the same reason was not allowed. Rule number two, do not hit below the belt. I planted and watered this when they were very young. No name-calling, period. Don't call them stupid. Don't call them dumb. And do not bring up embarrassing things as a way to fight back. Rule number three. Taking your frustrations out on your sibling is a hard no. If you're mad about something, talk to a friend, sibling, or parent. That anger, it doesn't belong to your sibling. The same goes for a bad day at a part-time job. Do not lash out if your loved ones. Go to your room. Take a break. Tell them you don't want to talk or play right now. And as a parent, I back them up by making sure others did not bother them 
during their break. And room number four, rule number four, everybody, everyone deserves to have someone speak to them with dignity and respect, regardless of their circumstances or their opinions. I modeled this behavior for them, whether the person was a teacher, business professional, recently released from jail or homeless, they all deserve dignity and respect. These are tools that will help teach our black babies to grow and to have healthy relationships. And if their relationships are challenged, they are armed with tools to engage in healthy conversations, healthy disagreements and fights without burning down their own houses wounding people unnecessarily, and closing themselves off to the people that they love. Many of us struggle with these things because we weren't taught. It's not our fault, but we can start anew with ourselves first and then with our children. Lastly, fighting and having disagreements doesn't have to exist every day. Spending time with siblings can be done with joy Sometimes, though, siblings need a break to think and to heal from wounds. The breaks are necessary to adjust to new changes in the relationship. I have two children that are the same gender. They've been together like peanut butter and jelly. As adults, things began to change for the younger one. They attempted to keep things the same, but the younger one was neglecting their own dreams by keeping things that way. The older sibling was very encouraging and looked up to them, but it was not aware that an adjustment was needed. Ultimately, a fight forced a change for the both of them. Now, they are moving together in the newness that allows both of them to achieve goals and dreams. And the younger realized that there was another sibling that could identify with their adventurous and ambitious spirit. Change was necessary. This is Tyra Blinks, and thank you for listening to Black Joy Parenting. Mm-hmm.